0: Get up! Don't Come get him. on! Come on!
1: Don't kill him! Get back here! Hell, not, He's DA.
0: No, he's—he's he's family. Say again?
1: He's my family. He's my brother-in-law. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Talking Bad. I'm Brian, I'm here with Blake. How you doing, Blake?
0: Doing good. A little nervous, doing good.
1: Well, I was doing a whole lot better than before the other night. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: I'll tell you what. I am eating my words right now. Just a couple episodes ago, I was whining like a little bitch about how there was no consequences, and I wish something would happen, and it's all these... You know, cliffhangers, and then I was just floored the other night. It was unreal I mean i I mean, you guys know if you listened to last week, I was out of the country uh in the Dominican Republic, and actually, this last Sunday, while the show came on, I was driving home from the airport like a bat out of hell, trying to make it home so I could watch it as soon as possible on the dVR and Blake is just texting me like, oh my God. It's it's just it's so dark, <laughs> oh my god!
0: Is I mean like the first the first two minutes or you know I mean well probably longer than that I guess maybe five minutes but yeah that was just like holy shit you have to get home immediately and watch this I wasn't texting any spoilers or anything no, about it just no. being like whoa
1: yeah so before we get to that let's uh, I want to mention a couple of comments here from from uh, some of our. Our listeners here. Uh, yeah, ooh.
0: a lot of comments this week. That was yeah, great. Yeah,
1: that was great. Uh, oh, Davey. Our friend oh, is Davey. back. Great as always, guys. You guys always crack me up. I hope Walt doesn't show up on your front door demanding you give him the talking bad name, even though you had it first. Uh, anyhow, have you seen this 12-minute Jimmy Fallon Breaking Bad parody by now? Jimmy, the head is here to see you.
0: Hey, Jimbo. Mind if I run something by you? Sure Miles.
1: I was down at the Comedy Cellar and I found one of our jokes. (laughs) Look what it says here. To
0: JF. Thanks for the joke. What do you think that JF stands for?
1: (laughs) James Franco. (laughs) Jeff Foxworthy. Janky Funkbush.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> you got me.
1: Really? <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, I was just, I was just jo- uh, joking. Oh, uh, uh, Did you watch that?
0: Yes. And I... I feel like I saw it before, actually. I'm pretty sure I'd watched it before, but yeah, I watched yeah. it again. I watched it again.
1: Is it good? I haven't seen it. I haven't had the time to watch it yet.
0: Yeah, it's, uh... Shoot, what is it? Like, Breaking Math or something? <laughs> where, <laughs> or... No, no, no. Not math. It's about jokes. Yeah. It's about not making math, but making jokes.
1: Oh, okay. And he teams up
0: with this other guy. It's pretty funny. It was pretty good.
1: Alright, yeah. We'll throw the link of that onto the, uh... onto the show notes here for you guys to look at. Uh... Nick Donnelly writes, Prediction, Walt will lose all of his money and have to be a high school chemistry teacher again. Jesse and him will end up hooking up with to cook meth on a mobile home in the desert again, and that is where it will end. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I mean, you're not far off with this new episode. You're not far off. Well, that very um,
0: well could have been just a, a joke theory right there, because I think we all see where it's going. I mean, I don't, I don't think Walt's going to be doing a whole heck of a lot uh, after the last episode, uh, aside from being in the ground, possibly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Um uh, Chris, Chris Jackson writes, how does Todd go from dead on accurate at the end of the train heist to this? And he puts a link to this little gif of him just shooting. Like we were making fun of how he was shooting. Yeah. I don't know. Pew, I still, pew. I still say that's a little bit of a joke, uh, that the editors threw in there against Todd. Who knows? I don't know. I, I thought it was funny. Sh-
0: yeah, I, I don't know. That was so out of place and out of character from you know what we've seen of him to just be holding that down there and oh boy, that was that was bad.
1: Yeah, but funny. I mean, yeah, <laughs> real funny. Chris goes on to write, uh, "Excellent job as usual. You called it. Jesse went after Walt's money. This was an unbelievable episode with a gut wrenching twist of fate. Unless Hank has been to the school to the Jack Bauer School of Crisis Management, he's toast." Well, Chris, you're not far off either. There's a certain scene where this feels like a formality, like we're checking off items on a list. Walter's demise is inevitable, even if that demise means he has to witness the full measure of the destruction he's caused. Now, that's not a bad point. Does it feel like we're just expecting things to happen, and now they're just checking them off on a list? What do you think about that?
0: Uh, yeah, kind of. I guess I never thought about it like that. I mean, we've obviously talked about you know Hank getting killed. And obviously, you know, Gomi went along with that. Um, You know, I think Todd's to come. Yeah, kind of checking things off that we've figured might happen. It is happening.
1: Well, I mean, it wasn't too long ago where we really didn't think Hank would be killed. I mean, Walt basically had said that, you know, family was off limits. And we kind of meant, well, maybe he took care of Hank with that DVD. And now we were on to figuring out what was going on between him and Jesse. So... You know, it, you know, we, we kind of guess at what things are going to happen. And then when they do, though, it's still surprising, at least to me, like when they do and how they do happen.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always a surprise, obviously. But I, I think we've been saying for a, a while, actually, that Hank was going down. Haven't we not? I mean, I think I've always been like, Hank's got to die. He has to. There's no way he can survive this because he knows everything.
1: I mean, at one point you thought they were going to join forces. You well, that, okay,
0: so. all right, all right. Now we're just now we're backtracking too much. Look, before, <laughs> that was, bef- uh, I guess it was. Well, at the end of two episodes ago, okay, when the gunfight started, we, goddamn it, we knew Hank was was dead. We knew he was gonna die. Yeah. And in, in, in the,
1: fact, last episode we said that we would almost be disappointed if he didn't die.
0: Well, right, yeah. You can't come out of a gunfight like that unscathed, and they're not just right. gonna let you let you go. And I was, I, I was pretty darn close. At least with my uh, Hank crawling away theory. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get there. Uh Vera Lynn Peterson wrote again and says, we mentioned her last week on the podcast. She had a friend who does impressions and evidently he got a little shy and took it down, but he reposted another one. Uh, We put that in last week's show notes. It's the link uh, later in the week. She also writes that he is a wonderful magician who does many voices than just Breaking Bad characters. And if you leave nice comments on his Instagram, maybe he'll post more impersonations. Also, great job with the podcast. I like your theories a lot. Even the crazy one of Walt shooting Hank in the head. I think this next episode will definitely carry on the theme of the poem, showing the Empire's fall. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So yeah, leave leave this dude some cool comments. So I'd like to see more of his impressions. Oh, he was yeah, good. It. Yeah, that was yeah. that was good. I
0: I enjoyed that. And I also enjoy a good magic trick.
1: Okay, uh, Sam <laughs> Sam Sam. Yeah, I don't I don't really care about magic, <laughs> but great impressions nonetheless. We gotta quit putting down our commenters. <laughs>
0: no, i I'd be dead serious. I love a good magic trick. I watch I watch a, a magic show right now. If there's one on TV, I'll watch it.
1: Uh, Sam. Ah- uh, we why he we he w- we, we he T'hajali. T'hajali. well, another fantastic episode, guys, with the amazing legacy the show has created already, what kind of ending would leave you disappointed
0: i ah uh, God, I don't know, I mean, there's part of me that says I'd be disappointed if Walt didn't die, but then again, I kind of want to see him live just to see the devastation and destruction he's caused and what and how it affects him now i I don't right. know i i. I don't know what would leave me disappointed. I really don't.
1: I think the only thing, I mean, I for me, if Walt dies or, I mean, I think the only worst thing that could be then him dying would be him suffering for the rest of his life. You know, that's, that's worse than dying, you know? Um, I think the only thing that would leave me me disappointed is calling it exactly and being like, "Yep, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen, and it happened."
0: Yeah, true, mm, true, good. If you, if you good. guessed it, if you guessed it, would yeah. be the worst.
1: If it, if it if it went through exactly like you thought it was going to, I mean, I, I it, it would it, it would be very disappointed, I would think. Yeah. Um, Kuba Delawiski Uh, wrote nice work with the weekly episode wrap ups. Enjoy listening to them at work. After watching this episode, my immediate prediction was the same as yours, Brian. I think Todd and his uncle will use Jesse to cook for them. You mentioned in this podcast that nobody takes any notice of Walt's car. There is a slight moment when Todd's uncle looks over at Jesse in the car, but for the rest of the shootout, he seems to go unnoticed. So I think it kind of hints at that in the back of his mind. I think a lot of the crew will be taken out. And while someone goes after Jesse, Walt will somehow escape. I did have a hunch that Walt grabs the M60 from the car in this shootout. But from memory, future Walt is driving a red beaten up car. It's possible he'll obtain this from the crew's hideout. Next episode will show that Walt is on his own from here on in. Skyler has been getting in his ear about talk about taking out Jesse, so there will be... So there may become more involvement from her. I honestly don't know what the next episode is going to be crazy. I love the final goodbye setup that they did with Hank in this episode, too. It's one of those moments where you know he's, he's gone for. My wife has had her eyes covered for the rest of the episode. That's what makes the writers so brilliant. is because it sets you up with all this emotion just to be left disappointed that nothing bad actually happened or Hank didn't die. So then you're upset that he, that he didn't and have to wait for it and go through the emotion all over again. Keep up the great reviews, Kuba. Well, I don't know, let's see here. Um, yeah, uh, I think Jesse going to have to cook for for them makes sense. Obviously, now um, the M sixty, I think he buys, doesn't he? In the yeah, future? that's
0: definitely in the, in the future. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. He future.
1: You, you actually see him buy that gun from a guy. So yeah, yeah, yeah he won't get that from these guys.
0: But I, I do agree. I mean, not to rehash, you know, last episode, been there, done that. But I, I. He definitely, yeah. Um, Jack definitely did look over at Walt's car, for sure. That right. happened. So he's right. Yeah, I mean, he knew that Jesse yeah. was over there. I mean, I'm sure he saw him in the in the passenger seat.
1: Yeah, and uh, Chris Jackson again wrote, and this was obviously after last night's episode, Ozymandias was the both the most intense and saddest thing I've ever seen. At some point, I think... I would think we'd just be running down a checklist of horrible outcomes, but somehow they keep throwing more body blows at you. Still, very compelling storytelling, even when everyone knows where this is all headed. Can't wait to hear Blake and Brian's thoughts. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks, nice. dude. Yeah, you, yeah, you you kind of right about that. I mean, there there are some things we're looking to happen that we may be disappointed if we don't see. But like you saw in this last episode, I'll tell you what. I mean, that was still pretty devastating. Oh yeah. Um. Ben Burnett, Ben Burnell wrote, am I the only one who likes Todd? Only five minutes in, but he's a proper badass. Of course he's batshit mental, but still, what do you think? Are you on Todd's side or are you, are you no, like
0: I, I mean, I'm not on his side, but I, I enjoy when he's on the show for sure. I mean, he's always got, he's just this real nice guy, no matter what's <laughs> happening. And he's the one that uh, uh, will basically save Jesse's life for now, you know, right. by, by telling him, Hey, we need to find out what he's, told the DEA and all this, so instead of Jesse dying right then and there, like, Walt really wanted that to happen, I'm pretty sure, but I'm sure we might talk about that, but,
1: yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, I always get a kick out of Todd, how he's, yeah, obviously so nonchalant about everything, like, uh, you know, hey, I guess we can just, I can kill him later, you know, (laughs) no worries, (laughs) you know, I I always get a kick out of that, just shake my head, like, God, Todd, you're such a psycho.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definite sociopath.
1: And finally, Barbara Hollis writes, do not want the show to be over, exclamation point. Well, well, neither do we. No. I mean, we are, but we're very anxious to see the end.
0: I, I, hope, I hope the last episode's at least six hours long.
1: Yeah, I, w- I hope That'd it's a movie or, yeah, a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you all for your comments. Keep them up. We love hearing from you guys. We really get a kick out of it throughout the week to see what you guys think before we actually record. So keep it up uh, over at our Facebook page or at talkingbad.blogspot.com. Okay, let's finally get into it. Season 5, Episode 14, Ozymandias. Didn't cross your mind to maybe tell us you had a DEA agent for a brother-in-law? Did you know about this? I called you off. Remember, I told you not to come. Well, it seems to me we did you a solid. You weren't supposed to be here. It's too late now. How's about you telling me what was going down out here? Hey, you and your brother-in-law don't seem to be getting along too well. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't concern you. We just wasted his partner here, and he's wearing a bullet. So yeah, I'd say it does concern me.
0: This is between him and me.
1: No cavalry coming. No.
0: You bet your ass the cavalry's coming.
1: No, 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 Jack.
0: No, God. Jack.
1: No, the DEA doesn't know about this. Not yet. Okay, well, first of all, before we get into it, I wanted to talk about this article that was a review from the NPR uh, on this episode. And basically, they had a rebuttal about, you know, everyone's talking about whose side are you on? Is Walt good? Is Walt bad? Are you rooting for? Or are you against him? What about Skyler? Is she good now? Is she bad now? And he's basically, at, their, at NPR, they're saying, doesn't matter anymore. It's not the point of the show. That the point of a final season is to kind of bottle cap and really define what the entire series was about. And it's not about Walt going from good to bad or how bad's he going to get. He's, he's, their theory is that the show is about basically consequences. And it doesn't matter what your intentions are. If you do bad stuff... Bad stuff's going to happen. There will be consequences no matter if you try to do that, good or not. So they say, you know, is style is Skyler complicit? Is Walt driven by greed? Is Walt really a bad person? Was this all inside him all along? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I'm not saying who cares about the show. I'm saying this is becoming the point of the show. What makes Breaking Bad one of the most moral shows in the history of television is that the actions have consequences, whether those actions arise from pain or greed or fear or panic. You may pay for your actions not the operations of your heart. The psychoanalytical journey that we could all choose to take and that most of us have taken with Walt is a bloodless exercise. It is a luxury afforded to people who can see selfishness and wickedness and violence in the abstract the way when you, the way you can when it's on television. So basically, I thought that was interesting saying that, you know, it's not about is he good or is he bad. It's about, you know, what he's doing is bad and he's going to pay for it no matter if he had good intentions or not and it's just a matter of watching that unfold
0: see I've never uh, looked into shows and things like this deeply like that but uh, yeah okay I get it yeah sure it's not about what ends up with the characters it's just kind of Morally, or you know, whatever it would be in society, you know, this is how it ends up. Yeah, you do bad things, bad things happen. Okay, I didn't look at it like that. Sure, I get it. That that is right. That that's perfect. Uh, yeah,
1: and this is a show that and he goes on to mention. This is a show where, you know, normally on a cop show, the hero would save the day. In odds like Hank and Gomi, like in this first scene, they, you know, might come out unscathed, and somehow, some of the Calvary would come in and save them. But not on Breaking Bad, cause it's you know this is more realistic than that. You know it's more moral. It's like no, in real life, these two would probably die.
0: Well, what if what if Walt's the the hero, the dark hero that you've never seen before? You know this yeah. is your hero, and it's the guy that you're you don't see as the hero or that you're technically even rooting for anymore. But maybe he's the hero in this. I don't know. It's crazy. I
1: know yeah, it's crazy to think about. Um I was very nervous about where they were going to start this week's episode and completely surprised when we started back at episode what, 1? I mean, this is a flashback to the very first time they cooked, I think, right?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. It's obviously what that is. And real quick, there was a, a a a quick comment and not necessarily off topic at all, but um I think someone posted maybe on Facebook or on on talkingbad.blogspot asking if hey, do you think they filmed that scene why, you know, back in the first season or, you know, uh, later, I guess. And right. we didn't comment on that. But then I think you did say you, you posted something on Facebook and that was exactly what I thought was that was probably the last scene they ever filmed because Walt had to grow his hair back and yep. uh, and all that. I figured that was probably the last scene ever. And then you put a picture up that showed them toasting out in the desert and, and that kind of confirmed it for me. Like, oh, obviously, yes, that was the, yeah the last scene they filmed. That was pretty cool.
1: That was the very last scene. This 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 opening cold open was the very last scene they shot for the entire series, and then it was wrapped and they were done. Uh, the picture I posted was from the director of this episode, uh, Ryan Johnson. He took that picture because he was there because he came back to shoot this last part, and I thought they did an amazing job of making it look like they were you know five years ago.
0: Oh sure, and the way that uh, Walt acted and all that. Now obviously, look, he's an actor. This is how you're. This is what actors do. But at the same time, just how he portrayed himself just like he would have in season one right at the get-go you know he was he, he was more cheery you know he wasn't right. this depressed man I mean he you know <laughs> you could hear it in his voice you know he had a little a nice little pep to him and
1: yeah. yeah and Jesse was you know a little bit of a dumbass still you know what I mean just fucking yeah. around lo- yeah. trying to light up a cigarette in the uh in the camper and Walt has to yell at him yeah. so and and that that is something that I will get into later.
0: You got something there with the cigarette,
1: huh? I got something there. So anyway, Walt comes out and he's, and you see him telling his very first lie. The very first beginning of this whole charade has started with this one first lie about him being late because of work when really he's making meth. I thought that, that was great. And then Skyler mentions, you know, the name Holly and he's like, Oh yeah, I really like it. And this whole time I'm tense because I know that we're just going to come back to that gunfight. And this is such a nice light scene And what you, what you don't know is that Holly will definitely play an important part at the end of this episode, which is a little bit of foreshadowing, which I thought was cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I didn't, certainly didn't think that as I was watching it, but no, 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 no. I thought about that the second
1: time. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden you just see Walt fade out, Jesse fades out in the background, the RV fades out. We go to, you know, the title card breaking bad. Awesome. I'm waiting commercials. I'm waiting commercials they come back to the exact same spot. I don't know what it is in the show like 20 months later in the exact same spot and you just hear gunshots. Dah, 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 dah. And that kind of confirmed what we were saying that that seemed to be how long that gun f- that that little firefight was. Not more than a few seconds. You know what I mean? Oh, we talked about it last week.
0: Yeah. How cool was that with the with the fading out of the the, the, uh, you know, the RV and then the fade in of the the, the gunfight. That was so cool.
1: Yeah, and one thing I want to talk about, you know, mention here real quick is this this episode, ton of revelations, ton of things that we were waiting for were brought to light and, and and came to be in this one episode, all of which happened within the show, maybe in an afternoon and part of an evening, you know, very short amount of time in the characters' lives. So we show up and we see immediately Hank's in the leg, Gomi dead. Revelation number one, Gomi's done for. Okay. But Hank's still alive. And I'm like, oh, my God, are they really going to do it? Are they really going to make Hank get through this, this scene? Like, is he really going to figure out a way to make it? You know, he reaches for the shotgun. Uncle Jack steps on it. Um, And at that moment, I wrote this down. Isn't it wild that just a few episodes ago on this podcast, we were talking about how we saw Todd and his uncles drive away down the freeway after going to that Denny's or whatever. And thought, well, maybe that's the last we've seen of them. Maybe that's just it. Maybe that's the end of their story.
0: No, I don't think I thought that at all. That might have been a you theory. That
1: was me, but I was, I was like, who knew that they would be this influential, though? So they check Gomi's wallet, and they did have badges. I don't know why they didn't show them, but I don't think it really would have mattered if they did. Um, And Jack gets ready to shoot Hank straight up, just, and that's when I thought of you, like when you said, "Wouldn't it be nuts?" if they drug like Hank's crawling away and he made Walt shoot him like right there and then yeah, great prediction. And I'm thinking this, this could almost happen. You know, Walt pleads for him to stop. Todd gets him out of the car and Walt just pleads with him, how he's family and it's his brother-in-law and all this comes out. And you're sitting here going, Oh my God, it's a glimmer of hope. Walt may talk him out of killing this guy, Hank. Yeah, You know, he might talk him out of it. I'm sitting there. Oh my God. And at that point it's, I wouldn't have been disappointed. I was very into it. Like, I wouldn't have been disappointed then if Hank didn't die. And then, you know, he's still set on killing him because Hank just refuses to back down, you know. And Walt finally says... No, 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 no listen! I have money! I have money! It's buried out here. It's... it's $80 million.
0: $80 million
1: boom that's another revelation this is how much was in that stack we well, were always wondering
0: well real quick I, hank knew i mean he's he's been in the business long enough he knew gone. right from the get-go and this is why he says that to walter he says what? you want me to beg you're the smartest guy i ever met and you're too stupid to see made up his mind 10 minutes ago. Do what you're going to do.
1: And when he gets shot, dude, I mean, it was tough to see, even though I was expecting it. Like, it was a tough shot, right? No music, no nothing. And you see Walt just collapse, dude just collapses. And evidently someone found a illustration from the Ozymandias poem that shows a statue laying on its side, just like Walt with cracks, like in the sand and stuff. So I'll link to that, but yeah, you just see Walt just completely fall over and go basically comatose. And now he's already told these guys about the money. So they're obviously going to take that. So he's lost Hank. He's going to lose his money. And I just thought, well, what can Walt do now? Are they? I mean, I thought Walt was going to have to figure out a way out of getting getting killed now.
0: Do you realize how long he laid there? A he while. laid there until they, they dug up all of the barrels of money and put yeah. it in the truck, and then he finally got up. I mean, that was – it could have been hours or, like, in at least an hour.
1: Well, he didn't get up, but he was laying there. And then he, if you see it again, he, like, looks over, and you can see that he sees under the car. And that's when you see him not being so much distraught, but just frozen in just, like, rage. Like, you can tell he's, you know, very, very pissed off.
0: He thinks this Um, all happened, this all came to be because of Jesse.
1: Because Jesse wouldn't listen to him. Yeah. And wouldn't do what he says. Right. And then, I mean, I didn't get it then. That first, when he was sitting there, I didn't... didn't he obviously didn't no. suggest he didn't know what was going to happen um but the crew you know they leave him a barrel as kind of an apology and because todd respects him so much and he's like we good we good i need to know that we're good or else i gotta go that other way basically saying you better shake my hand say we're good or uh i'm gonna kill you
0: yep definitely
1: yeah and he goes pinkman you know as they're walking away and they're like what and he goes, you still owe me and he goes when you find him we'll kill him and he goes found him and then yeah. i went oh, oh no. shit <laughs> that was amazing no. when they zoomed in on him and then the door slammed and he's pleading no. and screaming for his life and they're dragging him out
0: get off me get off
1: you know the moment in the desert where jesse is found underneath the car and thrown to his knees and a gun to his head he's just accepted it this is it hey, uncle jack Todd saves Jesse because he realizes that there's no way that Walt is going to help him get the purity up. So I think this, it really is the next best thing. Jesse definitely would have rather have had the bullet in the back of his head than to go get tortured by that psychopath, Todd. That's a, a fate worse than death. You know, put him on his knees and he's just looking up at Walt like, please don't do this, Please. And Walt just nods his head, you know. And, of course, Jack's just like, we good on this? Yeah. You know, and he just nods his head. And Jesse looks up at those birds, and I said, this is it. This is it. 100% I thought this is it for Jesse. No way did I think of he was going to live at that point. I still no, did. no point. I still
0: did, honestly. No
1: way did you.
0: <laughs> Dude, there, there's, there's still loose ends. I'm telling you. It's coming down to Todd and Jesse. It has to. They made you such think? a big thing out of, you know, when Todd – uh, shot uh, Drew, the little kid, in the desert. It's 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 come down to this. I mean, Jesse is going to kill Todd. I am putting money in the bank on that.
1: Right, but I don't think that's going to be the ultimate conflict. At oh the no, end certainly of the show. not. Certainly not. Oh. But
0: whether it happened five minutes from then when we were watching it, I don't know. But it's happening, and no, I, I agree. Um. That's not the the top thing, but look you- can't, i I just thought, look, you can't kill Hank and Jesse right now that would be I thought they were going way too much
1: I thought they were gonna I thought I was going to be <laughs> devastated. I thought I really thought it was gonna happen and but then Todd says, Wait, you know, hey uncle Uncle Jack, and he basically says to him, you know he may know stuff about about you know he he may have told stuff to the d d a shouldn't we figure out what that is first, and then I'll kill him, but he never mentions cooking now, is that something that Todd's? scheme in on his own or do you think that's something that the crew decided
0: um i don't know i well I, you know yeah that's hard to say that's hard to say i mean because jack was ready to do him in right then and there so right maybe it is something that todd just was thinking hey listen we you know we've got to get the purity up we've got to get the color back i don't know how to do that jesse sure does and yeah, remember, and that could have been what Todd was scheming. Absolutely, I, yeah, I think so for sure.
1: And here's what I think also is because remember Todd, what what, what would Todd's motivation be for that? Remember how he kind of has a thing for Lydia?
0: Yeah, yeah, remember, right.
1: Remember how he was brushing off her lipstick? Then he, touched her shoulder he like wants with,
0: to touch her shoulder, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, he
1: wants to impress her a little bit. Maybe this is how he thinks he can do it, and you know, tell her, look, I I learned to do this on her own, and now you're good, good yeah. to me.
0: I you know I, I really that never crossed my mind about the the motivation behind it but i think absolutely i yeah i think you're yeah. right well at least todd definitely his idea i would say because jack look, again was ready to kill him
1: right so they start walking off with jesse and he's no no you don't do it you know and walt's like wait and i'm like oh okay maybe he's gonna figure out a way to save jesse and then he goes I watched Jane die, and I just go, what in the world? And you just see Jesse just go silent, and he goes, I watched her choke. I could have saved her, but I didn't. And then he just walks away, and I was just like, that was the coldest fucking thing I've seen on this show yet. Right. I had no idea that was coming.
0: Right, and you know what was crazy is I I think he was so devastated in that moment and that it was Jesse's fault that Hank was killed that – he couldn't tell him, I did it for the the good of both of us at the time. That was what it was for. He had to get Jane right. out of here. At least he didn't kill her. Sure, he could have saved her, but he left that out. He just left that out, right. just being like, look, Hank's dead. It's your fault. Guess what? I let Jane die. Could have saved her. Yeah. Let her die. How do you like that?
1: And now and now I'm letting you get taken off. He was just twisting a yeah. knife. That's That's all he was doing. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I thought he was full-on psycho, like – I thought I didn't know what he was going to do next. So he looks in the mirror, the rearview mirror, and sees the graves behind him as he drives off. And he starts driving, and, of course, his car fucking runs out of gas. It's like, God damn it, Walt. Car runs out of gas because the bullet holes from the gunfight knocked the gas out, right? Um, And as you see this, there's a shot, very specific shot, where he's looking into the bullet hole, and you see Walt's reflection of the car, and the bullet hole is right in Walt's head.
0: Oh, neat. No, didn't notice that at all. <laughs>
1: so I did. I did. And I thought, ooh, a little foreshadowing maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Wow. So what would you do? I, I kept thinking this during that opening sequence where he's his car's out of gas. He's got $11 million in a barrel and he's in the middle of the desert. What the hell do you do? I mean, you can't leave your car there. I mean, do you go try to bury it somewhere before you find gas?
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I I would bury the barrel. And certainly, yeah, you can't leave your car there because you've just been in a huge crime scene. (laughs) But, yeah, I think you definitely uh, bury the money, and then you come up with some lie of why you're out there, and you ran out of gas, and you get someone to bring you gas.
1: Yes, but instead, Walt decides to just roll the barrel through the desert. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Walt's pants from the first season are in one of those shots where he's rolling it through the desert. Uh, They're laying on the ground. Um, So he's rolling it, and then the song starts playing, and that's when I knew we were in for something bad. When this really happy country song starts playing that says the lyrics, say goodbye to everybody.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm just like, oh, man, here we go. This could get a lot worse. Um, So he, you know, buys the truck off of the Indian guy and drives off, and we cut to commercial break, and we come back, and Jesse is just... In this pit, and he's got the shit kicked out of him already, you know, and he is just in agony and pleading, saying, I already told you everything I know. I already told you where, you know, we were the only people that knew I told you where to find the tape. That is not good for for Walt's family or Marie. That yeah. the Nazis now know about this, you know, and I think that'll play into why this future Walt is coming back with an M60, I think, I think.
0: God, again, I I guess I didn't really think of it like that, but I, and I and I should have, but man, you're right. Uh, you know, if he told him everything and how he made this tape and,
1: it and where it was at and
0: and Marie has it and you know everything about Walt's family, blah blah blah. Holy shit. Yeah. Could spell trouble.
1: Could spell because I don't think that you know. Well, we'll get in predictions later, but I just don't think after this exchange that Walt would come back. To save Jesse with an M60, right? I don't think. I think he would leave him to die. But if it was his family, well, because it's all about family the
0: whole time. He's been doing it the whole thing. Yeah, you're right.
1: The whole thing. You're right. Um. So he brings up Jesse, and you know, he brings him to a lab, and he says, "Let's cook." And again, we talked about that. I mean, I think that would be a no brainer for the crew if they were like. Yeah, we need. Didn't they just say to Walt, "We need you to cook and teach Todd," and then uh, suddenly here's your second cook. Obviously, right? They're gonna like slave drive him into cooking for him.
0: Yeah, and how awesome they like had this elaborate thing hooked up to the ceiling to where he just couldn't oh run my away God. or anything. They had it all planned out. Also, again, I mean, did Todd scheme that whole thing, or did they all work together and hang this thing in on the on the ceiling and? Who knows?
1: I don't know, but he he definitely knew enough to hang a picture of Brock and Andrea in there to be like, if you don't do this, guess who we're going after, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: and that all comes from they would have no idea who they are, uh, except for that Walt went there last episode, you know, and they were sitting there ready to take Jesse out. So now they know, okay, Jesse cares about these people. Let's right. get a picture of them, and we'll keep him Jeez.
1: cooking for us. Um, We skipped over a scene here real quick between the sisters. Um, This was another revelation scene where Marie just has the balls again to be like, well, now I know for sure that Walt's arrested. I'm going to go talk to Skylar and basically tries to give her a second chance, which I didn't see coming. She's basically like saying, look, I don't know how he talked you into this, but I believe that whatever he did to you could be undone. You just had to do what I say and we'll be all right type thing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I I didn't see that coming at all.
1: No. And she got, and you know, she's just like, you gotta, you know, own up to everything. And and you just work with me, but you also have to tell Walt Jr. about everything. And I was just like, Oh no, they're not going to do
0: this. Yeah. I didn't think so either.
1: They're going to kill Hank. They're not going to do this. And she says it has to be done. You know, it had, they, she has to come a hundred percent clean. And when we come back from that, Jesse's scene of being tortured, you know, Walt Jr. sitting there and he's just completely in shock. And he's just like, you guys are out of your minds. And good props to this, um, what's his name? Mitty Middle, uh,
0: something. Middle. M- M- Middy. Middleton. S- <laughs> S- Slippy. S- <laughs> S- 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 Slippy. It's, it's not Middleton. It's uh, R.J. Mitty or R.J. Middle. Yeah.
1: R.J. M- R.J. Might. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, big props to, uh, RJ Mitty or the, M- the third, um, he did a great job in this episode, I think. I mean, his reaction. Yeah. Pretty legit to what I would think his reaction was going to be this whole time. i never knew if he was going to find out. And unfortunately they told him when we didn't get to see, but his yeah. reaction was was pretty legit, you know, and Skyler's bawling. And this was one of those episodes where everybody was devastated. Everybody at one point is devastated. So right now
0: Except for Except for the Nazis.
1: Except for the Nazis. Except for Jack and Todd. Todd's never devastated. Um, so he's just calling her a liar, all this stuff. Meanwhile, Walt screeches into his driveway in this old truck, runs inside the house, starts frantically packing, and I'm like, is he really gonna try to Get everyone out of there and, and disappear. Is this when they disappear? It was what I was thinking, you know.
0: Oh, absolutely. That was that was it. They're leaving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so and then Skyler comes home and I'm just like, oh my God, now we're getting this confrontation, not only between Walt and his son, but the wife is gonna know that Walt was arrested. And why isn't he still arrested? Like that's gonna dawn on her. And of course it does. And that scene was one of the most intense things I've ever seen on this show.
0: Yeah, she knew that he couldn't negotiate his way out of, out of something like that. So she knew something was up.
1: Right. So she comes in and she is just frantic and he's running around going, guys, just pack your stuff and let's go and we'll be fine. And Walt Junior's like, dad, we just talked to me. Just talk to me. <laughs> and he, he gets pissed for a minute. You know, he's like, listen, just get in there and get your stuff. And we're getting out of here. I'm telling you. And then the whole time, the wife's, you know, Skylar's sitting there going, Walt, why aren't you arrested? Walt, where is Hank? And he was just like, I, I negotiated. <laughs> like, he couldn't even think of a good lie at that point, <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, and she's just like, you killed him, didn't you? You killed Hank. And his son hears it, and he's like, what? And he was like, no, no, I tried to save him. I was just like, oh, my God, that was devastating. You know? And... He's like, just never mind, we'll be fine. I have eleven million dollars and we can go right now and everything will be fine if you just listen to me. And that's always been Walt's kind of that's what's defeated him a lot. Is just like he has it all planned out in his head. If you just do what I say, we'll all be fine. And he'll always have people who don't quite do it, does what he say, and that's gonna be
0: his unveiling. You know what I mean? But it always backfires on him. Everything that he says, just trust me and will be fine i mean it usually backfires even if he is trusted even if someone says okay i will follow your lead i I think it usually backfires somehow
1: well if jesse had just left town when he told him to none of this would have happened
0: Yeah. yeah that's definitely true you're right
1: you know what i mean and that's i think the way his character i don't know if he's right but i think that's the way his character feels and he's just trying right now desperately to be like listen we have to go right now. I have enough money for us. Let's just go. And that's when Skylar, you know, finally says that enough's enough. And you know, she looks back over at the phone and the knives. And I'm thinking, and you, and, you know, did you think when I saw? it, is she gonna go for the knife, or is she gonna go for the phone?
0: Uh, I, like, th- I thought that. I th- I think I thought knife. I mean, she looked paralyzed in that scene. You know, just like I have to end this. Hank has been killed this has gone far enough. I'm ending this right now and not with the cops.
1: Yeah. So she goes for the knife and then holds back the sun and was like, you get out of here. Enough's enough. Da, 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 da. And then <laughs> and you could see Walter just, he has like a sigh, like, Oh God damn it. Will you just listen to me? And starts going towards her. And that's when she swings and cuts his hand. Skylar.
0: Get out. Oh! Skyler has gone through an awful lot when it comes to her husband, Walt. She probably, many seasons ago, should have called the police on him, but she just wasn't able to do it.
1: But in this episode, for the first time, a family member dies. And that's it for Skyler. She can stand no more. Oh, my God, they fall on the ground. And I'm seeing her going, oh, my God, Skyler's dying. Skyler's dying right now. Skyler's dying. I
0: also was... On that page, dude. I mean, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen right here. <laughs> oh, shit!
1: I mean, they're rolling around. They're falling on the ground. Every single time they move, I'm thinking it's going to stab her. And then at one point, there's a shot where the knife goes up in the air, and you see the sun in the background, and I'm going, oh my god, Walt Jr.'s about to die. He's going (laughs) to jump on it, or he's going to die. Who's dying? Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. I'm like rocking back and forth on the couch. I don't know what's going to happen, and finally- Oh,
0: I I wasn't sitting at that point, that's for sure.
1: I was just walking back and forth with like one hand over my mouth going, oh my god, and then he, you know, Walt Jr. jumps on his dad and like, puts him in a bear hug and then somehow gets the knife or no, Walt has the knife still, but he pushes him off and holds back the mom. And that's when you get that shot. And he's like, what are you doing? We're a family. And then he looks back, you know, another shot of them. And he's just like, they're both terrified of him." The son's got the phone out now. And he's just like, what do you mean? You know, he's like, Oh, I thought, you know, we're not a family anymore. It dawns on him. Like, (laughs) we're not a family anymore. (laughs) I thought we were a family. We're not a family. Walt loses his family in this episode. Skyler is no longer in his side, Hank is dead, and now Junior is now turned against his own dad, his own flesh and blood. He realizes that that's not his dad. This isn't anyone he knows. This is Heisenberg. It's not his dad. And so his son actually calls the cops on him and completely makes up a story. Did you catch that? Completely made up the story. He's like, my, my dad is a psycho and he came home and grabbed a knife on my mom and I think he killed a dude.
0: Well, yeah. I guess he did say. I think he killed someone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So,
0: but he well, but he—he thinks didn't... he killed Hank, possibly.
1: Right, but he didn't pull the knife on the mom. The mom pulled the knife on him. Well,
0: yeah, true. I, yeah. What was he trying to do? Save a little. I don't a know. little bit there. I don't. I don't even. I didn't think about that. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what he was trying to do there. But then. Walt sits there and you can see him like thinking he's thinking he's thinking he's looking around he's thinking very quickly smartest man we know he's thinking and he puts this whole scheme together in those few seconds and I have I had no idea what he was doing but he starts to take off and I'm thinking okay this is where he might run away and get his new identity but he grabs the baby on the way out yeah. and I go what what we just went through this a few episodes ago where they're trying to steal a baby oh my <laughs> god I was about ready to have a panic attack at that point. So he grabs the baby, gets into the car. Skylar goes, no, and starts running outside. Now she's devastated. She comes running out, beating on the window, and he bashes into the car behind him, flies down the street, and she just falls to her knees in pure devastation and crying. Yeah. Great acting by her. Fantastic scene. I was couldn't breathe the whole time. How he just I mean, it was amazing.
0: Pushed her car right out of the driveway and just went. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming it probably went to commercial after that. Yeah, After, yeah, You know, Skylar falls to the the ground and is just like, "No." And I'll tell you it's funny because like the last 2 weeks when there's a commercial break, uh Tiff, my wife, will be back in the bedroom like watching her little vampire diaries or something on the iPad. <laughs> I just walk back there and then she's like, "Oh goddamn, I got to pause this. What's he want?" You know. <laughs> so she'll pause it and I'll just stand there and she's like, "How is it?" And I'll just shake my head and sigh and be like, "Oh my" god. God, and I'll just walk away. She's <laughs> probably like, God, look at this weirdo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm the same way. I'm physically like involved into the show when I'm watching it. It's so weird. I've never been like that before. No, but this—I mean, this—but this episode, I would say, is one of the best episodes ever on television of any show. And like I haven't, it was that traumatic.
0: I haven't seen every show that's been created, but I would assume no. that yes, I mean that. Yeah. It was so intense, and it's the darkest thing I've ever seen.
1: So it took me a minute after that to catch my breath, and then I realized we've still got like 10 minutes left. I'm like, what are we going to see now? And we come back, and Walt's changing Holly in the restroom.
0: With the duct tape on his hand. He's got duct tape
1: yeah, on his hand from
0: the cut. He's got duct
1: tape for the cut, and he's doing it very nicely, and... You know, taking care of the baby and patting her on the back, and the baby starts screaming "Mama." I mean, amazing acting by the baby, right there.
0: Yeah, and you know, you, you you see at that point, you see the devastation on his face. Like, ah, this isn't going to work. And the the one thing he wanted to do was do this for his family. Now his family has completely, you know, like disowned him. I guess, in lack of better terms. Yeah. And he thought, and I didn't think about it, not until the second time I watched it, really. But the right. reason he took Holly was, I mean, at first I think he thought I'm gonna, I'm gonna take her, and, and me and her will, will live together, and I'll make up some lie about what happened to her mom. You know, she's not gonna know. But at that point, he thought, I can't, I can't take this baby. I mean, she needs her mom. It was a, the, his saving grace, his family. She was the only thing left of his family, and it just wasn't gonna yeah. work out for him.
1: I never thought about it that way. I thought he had this whole scheme in his mind the whole time, but that makes sense for that scene. Maybe he did was trying to save what was left of his family at that point.
0: Right. And yeah, I mean, he, he did have a scheme. I mean, but I I think at the same time, his scheme was to, was to take Holly. And like I said, you know, they could live together and, you know, she could grow up with him and, and they could be a family because he, again, he does this for his family. His family doesn't want him anymore. He took Holly. Right. She didn't know anything about it. It'll be fine. But then he realized that that just can't happen.
1: So he calls the house and now Marie's there and she's worried and she's like, she had him in handcuffs. He had him in handcuffs. I don't get it. Like she hasn't figured it out yet. And he calls with this conversation that honestly, it confused a lot of people and confused me the first time. But I got it after the second time. So he calls and asks, are you alone? Is there anybody there? And she says, no, you know, it's just me. Where are you? Bring Holly back. And he knows there's cops are there. He knows the cops are listening. And he starts going into this tirade where he's calling her a bitch and he's like doing, making fun of her in a voice. And I warned you not to cross me. I mean, that that is, he's never talked to his family that way, ever. It was so unlike no. Walter or Heisenberg. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And he also, and he also says that you know, this was me and me alone. You know, he's kind of painting the picture of what's going to happen. So go go ahead. I, like,
1: I did everything. I built this on my own. And you can see there's a second where Skyler, like, looks around the room. Like, she gets it. Like, he is setting this up to clear her of any wrongdoing so that she can take care of the kids, basically. Right. And she gets what he's doing. He's basically, you know, confessing over the phone and acting like he doesn't know that there's people there listening and that's and he you know he becomes a you know really pissed off and he's but he, and you see tremendous acting by Brian Cranston I shouldn't even have to say it yeah. but you know he's 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 sounding very pissed but you see him and he's crying he's trying to fight back tears it, it was like
0: it was both Heisenberg and Walter in that conversation you know Heisenberg was the one doing the talking the emotions was Walter and and you could see that happening now I'll tell you I didn't understand what was happening at that moment so you know, the next morning, uh, Nick, my brother in law, you know, he's texting me and he's like, I'll tell you, I should be working right now, but all I'm thinking about is this Breaking Bad episode. He's <laughs> like, I think that Walter was basically trying to clear Skyler of any wrongdoing. And I was like, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I think that very well could be what was happening there. Because I just didn't, I was, oh my God, I was just so floored at the whole thing. I just, my mind wasn't even thinking like that. I'm just like, he's gone completely mad. This is crazy right now, and I didn't think of it like that, but that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, when I first watched it, I thought it was Walt trying to act like Heisenberg, but couldn't, like couldn't fight back tears, trying to be mean and stuff. No, he was trying, he was hurting him, being so mean. Yeah, because he knew it was probably the last time he was going to talk to his wife. Exactly. You yep. know, so um, they, you know, they say that that, that Brian Cranston is so, so phenomenal on the show because he plays four different characters. You know that, right? Four. Hmm. He plays Walter White. He plays Heisenberg. Then he plays Heisenberg pretending to be Walter White. (laughs) And he plays Walter White pretending to be Heisenberg.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So
1: that phone call was Walter White pretending to be Heisenberg. (laughs) Right,
0: yeah. I can see that now. I can see that. I agree.
1: So we pan over after he hangs up the phone and he's bawling his eyes out and crushes the battery whatever. And he's at by near a firehouse. I'm like, what the hell is he doing at a firehouse? Now, we cut to the firehouse, and there's one quick shot, and I know they don't show anything for no reason, and it's a chessboard. And real quick, for a couple seconds, if you look at the chessboard, someone did a, a freeze frame of it. And it only it says they only pierce for a second or two, um, but it's the placement of the pieces. There's a king, and I thought, you know, that's neat. It's a king, like this is the king, but it's not it. It's trapped in a corner, but with still a couple moves left. And this guy wrote the same thing. It's this one king with still a couple moves he's got left, Ooh, and that's it. It's not
0: quite a checkmate yet.
1: Almost, but not quite. And that's kind of what echoes what he said before on the phone call when she was like, Well, first of all, she says, w- You know, well, where's Hank? And he goes, You know, they're never going to see Hank again. And that's where he loses it. And that's where Marie's devastated and falls to her knees. Yeah. Everyone's devastated and crying. And then she says, you know, just come back here. Just bring Holly back and come home. And he goes, I've still got things to do. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's still – this king still has a few moves left. So Boy. he leaves the baby at the, at the who, um,
0: who, 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 firehouse. Who has that kind of not, – not to say that it took a lot of time, but it's like who has that time on their hands where they're like pause on the chessboard. Look at this. OK, I'm going to take a snapshot of this, and I'm going to figure out what this has to do with it. Excellent. Obviously, that yeah. really worked out well. I think that was. Well,
1: I saw all the piece and I thought it was, oh, it's the king and he's about to be. I mean, because you could see on the chessboard, there's not a lot of other white pieces. So it looks like he's pretty much, I'm like, oh, that's cool, a little symbolism there. But I didn't see like the, oh, he's still got a couple moves left type thing. That's what someone pointed okay. out to me online. Oh, that, so yeah, that was
0: good.
1: That was cool. Um, so we've realized that he, he's at the firehouse because he leaves Holly there with the address and a little note on her bib to deliver the baby back. So now he's on his own, and the next thing we see is Walt sitting in the exact same place Jesse was when uh, Jesse was supposed to disappear, and the red van pulls up, he loads in the money in his bags, and he's gone. The whole fabric is unraveling. It can't happen any other way. Walt didn't have anything more. There's truly nothing left for him here in Albuquerque the end of one of the best episodes of television you will ever see in your goddamn life. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was I will second that. So, let's 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 analyze here. Now, where do we go from here?
0: You know what would leave me disappointed? What's that? And I I I only watched a couple seasons of the Sopranos. Okay? Yeah. But I know how it ended. And I know how yeah. a lot of the people felt about that. You know, it it just faded to black in the diner, and people were like, "Really? What in the world?" And it was kind of left up to interpretation. I think that would leave me disappointed, especially if I invested so much of my time into The Sopranos, which was like six, seven, eight seasons. You know, I remember my brother actually. I'm I'm pretty sure I had to to double check with him, but I'm pretty sure he was he was okay with how that ended. He he was okay. Yeah. But the majority of people weren't. I think. The Breaking Bad writers have probably taken that show into consideration. Yeah. I don't think they're going to let it go, something like that. But I think I would be disappointed if it just came to a a scene where it was a a fade to black and it was like, well, just pretend you know what happens. Just your imagination. Who knows? Make
1: up your mind for yourself.
0: Yeah. uh, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like that.
1: I think they have to give it a definitive end. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be – A happy one. I mean, a lot of shows like to leave you with a a legacy of, you know, the characters and – but this is just a show that is a downfall. It's a tragedy, you know? I mean, yeah, that would make me very pissed if it was just like, well, it's up to you whether he lives or dies. No, you better show me something.
0: I I can't imagine it. Yeah, I can't imagine it ending on – I mean, look, I guess it could end on the happiest note possible, but I don't think that necessarily means that it's a happy note. You know what I mean? Where everyone's just, okay, you know, a happy note. No, but it could end on just the the happiest that it could be, I guess, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Right, right. Uh, Real quick, I wanted to mention here at the end, I waited with this comment to the end because I wanted to address it separate from the others after we talked about that last phone call because a lot of people felt like that phone call was a noble thing of him to do was his last act before disappearing was to make sure that his family was okay and at least Skyler would be there to take care of his son and daughter. Um, But Sonia Coleman wrote us and said, why is Walt so bad to people? He was giving up his money to save Hank, begged not to kill him. He's so full of sorrow right now. He was... Not trying to kill Skyler. It just kills me that on this show you're so anti-Walter. He is losing everything he went through hell for. Walt is a good dad, and this Talking Bad show sucks.
0: <laughs> I, I I think maybe she doesn't realize that we're not Talking Bad. We don't. We haven't necessarily said that Walter is this terrible, terrible person all the time. I mean, we're still you know half and half with him. I think she's talking about the TV show.
1: I mean I I, th- I think what makes the show so good is that Walter it I mean when you hear the pitch of the show oh, we're going to turn Mr. Chips into Scarface which is, you know, a super nice teacher into a gangster or horrible person but it hasn't been that black and white. Like yeah, there are points where you kind of go, "Wow, I really don't know if I can root for this guy anymore." But a lot of people hasn't haven't given up on him and one this last night was one of those uh, instances where, you know, his last act before disappearing forever, probably never seeing his family again, is to make sure his family's at least okay, at least kind of okay, you know, and making and taking the fall for everything he did himself. So yeah, it's a very complex character and those are the most interesting. So,
0: yeah, I, I, I've never given up on him. I mean, I've, I've always been on the Walt bandwagon. I think now someone's going to be like, no, we listened three episodes ago and you said, no, but I, I i don't think so. I, I've always kind of been rooting for Walter, and I don't know how it's going to end, but I'm on his side still.
1: And there's a part of me that feels like this this future wall, whatever act he is coming back to do, like with this gun and this ricin, it's obviously going to be a terrible thing, but I think it, he feels it may be his last act for redemption. Like it's going to be for a good cause. It's oh, just yeah. got to be something terrible. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? What that may be, I mean, because well, next episode, like, where do we go? Like, are we gonna pick? We're not gonna pick up in the future, obviously. I don't think.
0: Ah, uh, God, I don't know. I thought about that, and I thought, yes, that's exactly where we're gonna go. The last two episodes, and I think we talked about this. We, you know, a couple, a couple uh, podcast episodes ago, we said, when are we going to get to the future when it is strictly the future? And I think we, right. we both said, I don't know, maybe like the last two, three episodes or something. I, I It very well could end up starting – it could start with him in the diner, buying the gun, and here we go. Let's see what no. is
1: happening. See, I thought the same thing, but I don't think they can. I don't think they can because, number one, we have to find out why the house is thrashed and why Heisenberg is written on the wall. Number two, I don't know how far in the future future Walt is. I would say maybe four months, six months Maybe. I don't know. You can't just leave Jesse hung up in this lab unit making meth as a slave for six
0: months, can you? Well, no. But maybe those could all be flashbacks now.
1: Maybe I don't know.
0: Maybe we're in the future, and Walt buys the gun at the diner, and he's driving straight to his house, that is okay. now got the Heisenberg scrawled on it, and it's all right. you know condemned. And then they flash back to show how that happened. There could just be—I I think there's a, l- a lot of story left in terms of uh, God. What is it like the past, the future? Now, God, I don't even know. <laughs> I know. Right now, we're we're in the the, the now. Okay. okay. Whatever's happened has happened right now. I, so it could start off in the flat uh, in the flash forward, <laughs> the future, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he comes back, and then again it'll show just a scene of. Flashback and how the house was taken over, blah blah blah, and then we're back to future walt. We've only got two episodes. I know he's got this gun. I mean the 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 Nazi gang is still out there, his family is in the future, you know. We gotta find out what's happening with them in the future. We don't have a lot of time to to waste on the on the past anymore. We gotta find out how this is ending, and we've only got two hours left to do it.
1: Right. And here's my prediction though. I don't think we're gonna get to future walt till the final episode. I think what they're going to do, and they've really had Jesse... I mean, he's been in the show a lot these last seven episodes or whatever this second half is, but not a lot. I mean, there was an episode and a half where he didn't even talk. I think next episode is going to be a lot of Jesse and going to be his proper Um, send-off. Now, you remember earlier when I said... Remember in the flashback when we went at the very beginning of this episode and Jesse was lighting up a cigarette, right? Yes. In the van. Nothing is shown in the show for no reason, I don't think. So, he was lighting up a cigarette, Walt tells him not to. Do you remember a couple episodes back when we saw very blatantly that the uh, Nazi crew didn't care about safety procedures in the lab? They weren't going to put on masks, they weren't going to do anything. Yeah, right, okay. Now, why wouldn't Jesse light up a cigarette in the RV? Because it would explode. I think he's going to do something to that effect to get out of his situation. Now, where it goes from there, I don't know. I think that's going to be the key, that he's going to do something. We've seen Todd smoke cigarettes on the show recently. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think something like that's going to happen. Wow. Now, I so I think, I mean, whether – and then after that, whatever Jesse's story, whether that leads into the flash forward or whatnot or, I mean – I just I don't think Walt can come back with an M60 to save Jesse to save his family, possibly because now the crew knows what Jesse told them, which was about the confession tape and Marie has it. And I'm betting after all this, they all go stay at Marie's to take care of her, and then the crew shows up. You
0: Ooh, know? Yeah, absolutely. That is 100 percent what happens. I, I, so <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't think anymore that I feel Walt's coming back to save Jesse. I think that was pretty much sealed when he basically told Uncle Jack to kill him. Okay, so sure, I did think that, but minds can change. You know, I've changed my mind because obviously (laughs) he hates Jesse. This all started because of Jesse. So sure, I don't see him coming back to, to save Jesse anymore, but it certainly could be the family.
1: Now, what happens if it gets even darker and Walt's family dies for some reason? And then Walt feels like his only redemption and his only family he has left is the person he sent off to be a slave in a lab somewhere. Oof. And that's Jesse. And then he has to come back and save Jesse. And that's his only redemption. I don't know what's going to happen. These are just scenarios, but that seems like it could happen as well. Yeah,
0: both of those But are that would be no, dark. Yeah.
1: And that would be dark.
0: I wouldn't put it past him. Jesus Christ, I would not put that past him. And, not and, after and, this episode, And, and real man. quick, if you... You know, read back where, you know, when the the show first started. I mean, didn't they talk about killing Jesse off in the first season? Now you look at this. Yeah. Like, God, What a terrible idea that would have been. That was like when in, in Lost when they said uh, Jack was supposed to die in the first episode or something. What a terrible yeah. idea. Good thing you didn't <laughs> go with your first instinct because you can't kill Jesse off. He was one of the you know the the mainstays of the show. What a
1: right. Weird idea. Right. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Let us let us know what you think. Um will Walt come back to save Jesse after his family gets killed because of the confession tape or will Walt come back and save his family and try to take out Jesse and the gang? Uh or will it be something completely different that we're not even thinking of? It'll be the complete reverse opposite of what yeah. we're thinking.
0: Yeah. No, I I I I you're onto something with both of those with yeah. Him coming back to save Jesse because his family was killed or him. Look, the most obvious would be he's coming back to save his family
1: right. from these guys because, because they
0: have all the information now. That's the, that Jesse told them. <laughs> right. That's the most obvious one. But the whole thing about that you just said about his family being killed and Jesse's the only one left. God, I, well, you know, I don't even know, because now Walt's going to sit here and go, OK, you stuck around. Hank died. And then my family died. I absolutely hate you. So
1: maybe he's coming back for Jesse.
0: Just to kill Jesse. Takes the ricin. <laughs> yeah. Takes the ricin. Takes a while to come into effect. Kills Jesse and the entire gang and then just slowly dies where he stands. I don't know. But wow. <laughs> and we
1: all left are left shaking in our seats, just traumatized. Yeah, yeah. But mark my words, I think that that smoking cigarette in a lab thing will come into play. I mean, they wouldn't have done that for nothing, I don't think. So, I like that. and Jesse's got to get out of that for some reason, and there's nobody left to save him. So,
0: or maybe he like entices, you know, Todd or something. Maybe you know, Todd's like, hey, let me get a smoke, you know, and Jesse's like, yeah, here's one. I gotta go over here real quick, and Todd lights up, and then the whole thing blows up or something. He's got to get his redemption on Todd. He has to get his yeah. redemption on Todd.
1: Oh, it'll happen. I think it'll happen. That that killing that kid just did not sit right with Jesse ever since. So, well, I I mean, do you have anything else? I think we we covered it. Man, it was one of the best episodes I've ever seen. I have to agree with some of our commenters. That was just mind blowing. Very very few times will I turn around and rewatch a show right after I've watched it, and I did that with this because it was just it was unbelievable.
0: Right? No, I I, I I I can't get off of this this cigarette kick now. I mean, yeah, maybe this is the way Jesse kills Todd is, you know, somehow Todd lights up in this, in, uh, you know, the the cooking room and it all blows up. Ah, I can totally see. And now Jesse's got him. That's how he kills
1: Todd. Right. (laughs) And maybe, maybe Todd's still just barely alive and Jesse's standing over him and just, I don't know, curb stomps him or something. Uh,
0: (laughs) Oh Yeah. Well, what if it went just back to the Gus Fring days and it was just Todd with, Half body burned, half body not, you know.
1: (laughs) Well, you saw Jesse's face when he was beat up, and this episode was half beaten up, just like Gus's, just like the teddy bears. Well, yeah,
0: you put that picture on there, I believe. It was all three of them. That was pretty interesting. Like, God, who has the time to do that? Who's (laughs) got the time to do that? But sure. A lot of
1: fans. It's cool to find, though. It's definitely cool to see. Well, next week's episode is called Granite State.
0: You worried about your wife and kids?
1: If they don't have you, they're going after her.
0: There are two DEA agents missing. Presumed dead. How much time have you
1: got left? Um, From the, I mean, it was, again, it was hard to see from the preview uh, where we'll be in this episode. Future or present? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. What
0: what is uh, New Hampshire? Is it the Granite State? Like, we're the Buckeye Ooh. State, right? Are
1: what, are we on to something?
0: Is New Hampshire? Is that where we went? New Hampshire or Vermont? It was New Hampshire, right?
1: Let we find out what the Granite State is.
0: It's got to be New Hampshire or Vermont. I can't remember which one it was.
1: It's New Hampshire. New Hampshire is the Granite State.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And the motto of the state is live free or die, which was wow. the title of an episode last yeah. season. Look at that. <laughs> God,
0: these guys are insane. These writers are insane.
1: They're the best. Yeah, I just looked that up. I didn't even realize that. So, yeah, maybe next week we see him get to New Jersey, or maybe we're in the future. Who knows?
0: It's not New Jersey. It is not
1: New Jersey. New Hampshire. New (laughs) Hampshire. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Um, Again, go to Facebook.com slash amc. Or talkingbad.blogspot.com. Leave us your comments, post us your pictures. We look at every single one of them, and we love hearing from you dudes and gals. So uh till next week, man. I don't know. I don't know what we're in for from here on out, but I'm nervous.
0: I'm, yeah, extremely nervous. I mean there's gonna be a lot of a lot of pacing. A lot of pacing.
1: <laughs> we'll see you next week. See ya. Take my
0: true love by her hand,
1: lead her
0: through the town.
1: Say goodbye to everyone Goodbye to
0: everyone Had a job a year ago Had a little home
1: Now I've got no place to go Guess I'll have to roam Take my true love by her hand Lead her through the town Say goodbye to everyone
0: Goodbye to everyone